Public opinion and self-worth. Just before we, we start, we've, we've had a very hard time in, in Israel over the last few days. Uh, and we've had to deal with synthesizing the, the, the Simchas Hayom Tov, having a wonderful Yom Tov, particularly the way we've been enjoying it here together, and uh, the terrible tragedy that, that a family uh, is, is experiencing with two children having been killed by terrorists a few days ago, buried yesterday, and today Nebuch, their mother, has passed away. Um, so we dedicated the shir Le'ilu Nishmat, the two girls yesterday, and today Le'ilu Nishmat, the mother, Leah uh, Batsipora. And one of the wonderful things about the Jewish people and the people of Israel is that we don't allow these things to stop our Limud Torah, to stop our Simchat Yom Tov, that somehow we're able to hold them together. Uh, we've often spoken about the fact that Hashem was angry at the angels singing when the Egyptians were drowning in the Red Sea. And, he's, and he says to the, the angels, my children are dying in the, are drowning, dying, and you're singing. Why didn't he get angry with, the, with Am Yisrael as well? We were also singing. Why didn't he get angry with Az Yashir? Why is Az Yashir, uh, we, we, we say it, we sing it every single day. Why didn't Hashem say, my children are dying, why are you singing? Because human beings, unlike angels, can experience two emotions at the same time. We can experience sadness and joy together. Uh, they don't cancel each other out. For an angel, an angel can only do one thing at a time, and can only experience one thing at a time. So if an angel is singing, it, he can't feel sadness. Uh, if a Jew, if a human being is singing, they're able to feel sadness at the same time. Uh, and what joy we feel at the moment in the middle of, of a, a, a Chag HaMatzah, a Chag HaPesach, what, what joy we feel. What joy we feel being able to be together as a community here at, at Nof Kinosar, what joy we have being able to learn together every day. Uh, and yet our hearts are broken and torn with sadness at what has happened at the same time. We're dealing today with an idea that we also dealt with in Masech de Nazir, in the last Masech on Daf Nun Bet. And I'm going to refer back, refer back to, to the Matmonim from that Daf. It's the balancing of public opinion, what people think of us and who we really are. Does it matter what people think of us? Uh, and how much does it matter? Uh, or do we need to have a, an inner sense of self-worth which transcends what other people happen to think about us? What is the way? How do we balance all that? And we have that, and we've got some beautiful dapim. It's like it's just so designed for Cholamoyed, all this Agadita. It's just a much lighter Gemara. We've got, we've got Agadita in uh, the whole of Yom Tov. It's been that way, which has been amazing. Uh, the Psukim that we deal with, back in Pashat Vayachi, Vayal Yosef Likboret Aviv, Vayalui To Kol Avdei Faro, Ziknei Beito, Vechol Ziknei Eretz Mitzrayim. And, and Yosef went up to bury his father, took with him all the servants of Paro and the elders of his house and so on. And a few psukim further on, Vayashov Yosef Mitzrayim ahu ve'achav achol ha'olim ito likboret aviv, acharei kavroet aviv, etc. They went to, um, uh, Yosef 
returned to Mitzrayim, he and his brothers and all that went with all who went with him. Says the Gemara, based on the Mishnah back on Daftet. So the sugi we're dealing with is Mida Keneged Mida, that Hashem punishes people according to their deeds. But the Mishnah said that's also that it also works for good things. Hashem rewards people according to their deeds so that we can correlate, so that we can understand why we're being rewarded and why we're being punished. And then the Mishnah gives several examples. One of them is Yosef Zachalik Borat Aviv Ve'in Be'achav Gadol Mimenu. Yosef was the one who buried his father Yaakov. Yaakov was buried by the greatest of the sons, who was a king at the time, the, the, the leader of, of Mitzrayim. A lot of honor to, to Yaakov in that. And, and then the Mishnah goes on to say, and Yosef himself is buried by who? By Moshe Rabbeinu. And who buries Moshe Rabbeinu? Hashem himself. So what greater Hebrew Kedisha could there be than Moshe Rabbeinu, who buries Yosef, who buried Yaakov. So you see the pattern. So Agamora says, Maishna meikare dikhti vayal Yosef likboret aviv, vayalu ito kol of day paro. Why does it say in our posuk? First it says, and Yosef went up to bury his father, and all the servants of paro, vahadar, and afterwards vachol beit Yosef vayachadu vayaviv, and afterwards and his family. So Yosef goes, members of government, VIPs and diplomats, and then the brothers of Yosef and the family of Yosef. That's the, that was the procession. That was the order. We just, not long ago, saw the, on, on, on TV, everybody saw the, the funeral of a monarch. So you get an idea of what Malchus is, what a, what a royal funeral is. And that, this was a royal funeral for, for Yaakov, who was taken all the way from Mitzrayim back up to the Maharat HaMachpelah. It was a long funeral procession. But this is how the, um, the procession is described. And then says the Gemara further on, it says... On the way back, the order of the procession changes. You've got Yosef at the front and his brothers and family and VIPs and diplomats at the, diplomats at the back. What happened? What, there's a change in protocol, which the, the media would clearly have noticed and commented on. Ask the Gemara what in fact was the reason for this. What happened? Answers the Gemara, Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Bitchila ad shelorau bichvodan shel Yisrael lo naagu bahen kavod. The government of Egypt had never realized how great the brothers were. They knew that Yaakov was great, and they knew that Yosef was great. The brothers, they'd heard some, some rumors about the brothers. They didn't think that much about the brothers. But at the funeral procession, they saw how all the nations of the world were giving honor to these brothers. So once they saw that, then they, they saw what honor they were given by others, they too gave honor. So here we have an example of people responding to the likes on Facebook. Uh, I, I don't think much of you, but wow, I see you've got so many likes, you've got so many friends on Facebook, and everybody's following you. You've got all these followers on Twitter and on Facebook. You must be an Adam Khashuv. The Gemara is not saying this as... Rabbi Yochanan is not telling this to us in praise of the Egyptian government. It's a, it's a, it's a criticism of this. 
that you couldn't appreciate the greatness of the sons of Yaakov until you saw how they were treated by other people, by other VIPs. Then all of a sudden you want to be part and you want to treat them well. So on the way there, the diplomats insisted that they walk in the front of the procession. On the way back, they invited the brothers to walk in the front because they realized, although these brothers had been and the family had been living in Mitzrayim for, for a long time already, they didn't sense the greatness of, of the brothers until much later on. So here we have an example of where greatness is measured by the opinion of others. There's a piece in the Chovat HaVavot, there's a whole section in the Chovat HaVavot called Yichud HaMaaseh. Chovat HaVavot is written by Rabbeinu Bechai, I've mentioned it previously in the Matmanim, not long ago, written by Rabbeinu Bechai Ibn Pekuda, which is not the same Rabbeinu Bechai who wrote the parish on the Torah, which is Rabbeinu Bechai ben Asher. They uh, both came from Saragossa in, in Spain. It's about it's a few hundred kilometers from Barcelona, inland, westward from Barcelona. And they both came from that city, but there was a 200-year difference between them. Uh, Rabbeinu Bechai ibn Pekuda, who wrote the, the Chovat HaVavot, the Duties of the Heart, which is the first real Musa Sefer that was written that we have. Uh, and uh, principles of belief and behavior. And um, uh, so, so this Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar writes, has got Shai Yichud which is the importance of doing your avodat Hashem, your service of Hashem, for Hashem and no one else. So he says, for example, a chazan who's focused on how, how he sounds is not the same as a chazan who's talking to the Rebbe Hashem, is davening to Hashem, and people just happen to be listening in. There's some chazonim that are davening for the kehillah, and they allow God to listen in. Some chazonim daven to Hashem, and they allow the community to listen in. And, and the, he gives that very example. And, and the whole of Shah Yichud Amaise is to make sure that you're not practicing shituf. Shituf is a kind of idolatry where it's like Christianity, Lahavdil, where you believe in God, but in, in somebody else as well. There's idolatry where you just believe in an idol, that's proper Avedah Zorah, and there's Shituf. Non-Jews are allowed to practice Shituf. If they believe in Hashem and other forces in the world, that's not idolatry for a non-Jew. But for a Jew, that is Avedah Zorah. And Rabbeinu Bechai holds that if you're aware of what people are observing, what they're seeing in you, that's a practice of Shituf. You're incorporating other motivations in what you're doing, which is why in the Lithuanian tradition there was a distaste for anything external. Anything what wasn't absolutely required by halakha, but was externally visible, they hid. You didn't see those, kind, those kinds of things. They didn't wear that tzitzit out. The young men didn't wear beards. They didn't, they didn't make any external show of the, of the Yiddishkeit for these reasons, that there should be no other calculation. So the, uh, in Pirkei Avot, in, in um, Chovat HaVavot, he says there, there's one chosid, one righteous person, is saying to another, Hanishta Vita, have you achieved equanimity? He says, but this is a dialogue that goes, he says, in what area? What do you mean? Are you equally unaffected by praise and criticism? Do both of them make zero difference to you? He says, not really. He says, okay, then you've still got a way to go. That's where you need to get to, where it makes no difference where people are praising you or criticizing you. Now, that's different from this, it goes back to Dafnun Bey's on, on, in Nazir, where we quoted the um, mimer of Rabbi Hanina Ben Dosa in Pirkei Avot. Rabbi Hanina Ben Dosa, by the way, lived up the road. 
right, right up the road here, 30 minutes from where we are, was Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa in a town called uh, Arabah, which is an Arab town today, and his grave is there. You can go tomorrow, you can go and take a ride. 30 minutes from here, you'll find the grave of Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa. This is where they hang out, in this area where we are. It's unbelievable. And he used to say, If people approve of you, then Hashem approves of you. If people don't approve of you, Hashem doesn't approve of you. That seems to be exactly contradictory. That, that we take a barometer reading from public opinion, from what people think. And we learned on Daphne Bayes, we learned the Rabionis and Eibeshitz, who, who said that Ruach Habriot, Briot doesn't mean ordinary people. Briot comes from the word barrier. It means a whole being. It means people who are great. It means tzaddikim. If you want to take a barometer reading of how people think about you, choose your audience. How do tzaddikim think about you? How gedole, do gedole Israel think about you? That's an important barometer, but not, not public opinion, not what the media think about you and your likers on Facebook. That's not, that's not what's important. So that's how Rabbi Yonis and Ibershitz de- deals with it. Uh, and we've got the Gemara in Yuma on Daf Peivov as well that we had, where the Brisa says, love Hashem, your God. And the Brisa says, but how can you love God? God is so distant from you, so different from you. And the Gemara says, Make God beloved among people. And then the Brisa goes on to give examples that people admire the way you do business, the way you walk, the way you speak, the way you deal with people. That's making Hashem admired. So we have many, these are just two, there are many sources where we see that you do take note of how people are thinking about you. And we have, to, we, we have to resolve that. So you, you, you will see, if you look carefully, and you'll see that even in these two quotes, the difference between them. What the Chovat HaVavot is talking about, and what our Gemara is criticizing, is taking your own cue, changing your behavior based on what people are thinking. So you're actually, what did these, the, the government of, of, of Mitzrayim do? They changed the order of the procession based on the public opinion of the brothers of Yaakov. They actually changed their behavior. The other pieces we learned of us and the Gemara and Yuma, it's not about changing your behavior. It's about checking that your behavior causes Kiddush Hashem. That's a different thing. What people say about me reflects on God. It doesn't reflect on me. My behavior, my actions, I've got to decide from my inner place, from my place of integrity, what I believe is right what I believe is virtuous, what I believe is noble, what I believe is alpi Torah, what I believe is alpi Mesorah, is I'm doing what my father, grandparents, my rabbin taught me to do. That has to come from inside myself, not from what people are saying. But in terms of Kiddush Hashem, I've got to make sure that what people, when people see me engaging with the world, the conclusion they draw is, that a ben Torah, somebody who keeps the Torah, is somebody worthy, that, 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 that there's pride of Hashem in that. So, so again, when it comes to how should I modify my behavior so that people <laughs> approve of me, that's what the Chovas Avovas talks about as, as a, a chanifa. It's, it's, it's a form of, of, of shituf, of serving more than one God, serving humans and God. That we're not allowed to do. But to check all the time that people of value find my, the way I live worthy of praise, that's important because that's an indicator that I'm not causing Chidul Hashem, but rather that I'm causing Kiddush Hashem. Good job to me.